Matthew chapter 22, and we will look at uh, verses 33, or 34, I should say, down to verse 40 uh, this evening. Matthew chapter 22 and verse 34. But when the Pharisees had heard that he had put the Sadducees to silence, they were gathered together. Then one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him a question, tempting him or testing and saying, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? And Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Amen. Let's pray. Father in heaven, I pray that you take the moments that we have together and that you would use them. And Lord, I ask that you would give to us exactly what we need this evening. Mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. For we know that the Bible says that we don't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Father. And so, Father, strengthen, sustain us. Though the outward man perisheth, the inward man is renewed day by day. And that's through your word. And I pray that you would take your word this evening and that you would use it in our hearts and our lives. We love you this evening. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You can be seated. This morning, we learned about the highest love from, from this portion of scripture. And it's to love God with your complete being. And we found that, what does that mean? What does that look like? That it means that trusting and obeying God, for Jesus has said, if ye love me, what? Keep my commandments. So to say that we love God, but to not obey the word of God is really contradictory. For we know that the Pharisees, they said that they loved God. They, they, were, they were quote unquote lovers of God, but they were not obedient to what Jesus was teaching. They had put on an outward show, but inside Jesus said, you're like dead men's bones. And we looked at how we are to love God. Then we, I, I just mentioned briefly about how we're to love our neighbor. And I want us to look at that this evening, loving our neighbor. Jesus said that we are to love God and our neighbor. And the highest kind, we got to understand that the highest kind of, of love is reserved alone for Jesus Christ. For it says, love the Lord your God with all, with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind. So if my whole being is caught up with loving God with all that I have, then there's really, we would say it this way, there's really no room for everybody else, anybody else to have that position, right? And there isn't, if that's the way that we're to love God, and that is the way that we're to love God, that our love for him is to be absolutely supreme to him. It's to be everything, that there is nothing that we love more than God, okay? That's the way that we could say it. But it does not mean that we're not to love others. We are, and Jesus gives to us the how, in this verse, he gives us how we're to love our neighbors. I, I want you to take a look at verse 39. He says here 
And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Did you see the how? The how is in there. He says, there's one word that sums up how we're to love our neighbor. It's as. That word as, it means like or in like manner. So he's saying, you are to love your neighbor like you love yourself. People have often said, well, Jesus never mentions about loving ourselves. Well, he does right here. We, we do love ourselves, don't we? I want you to turn over to Ephesians chapter 5 here, if you would, just for a moment. Because we see this here in Ephesians chapter 5. And uh, take a look at verse 29. Verse 29. This verse also tells us how we love ourselves. What do we do? We nourish ourselves. What do we do? We cherish our life. I mean, think about it. Most people, if they know that they're dying, most people, they'll do everything that they can to extend life. They cherish life. I remember hearing about Steve Jobs that when he was on his deathbed, he was doing everything he can. And the guy had enough money to probably buy the world over three or four times. But he was doing everything that he could to extend his life. Why? Because we cherish our life. You say, well, I know people that have committed suicide. They must have hated their life. No, you don't understand depression and, and that type of thing. The reason that people commit suicide is not because they hate life. The reason that people commit suicide is they cannot handle the burden of the depression any longer. And they're trying to escape. That's why. And so we cherish life. And what do we do? We nourish life. We, we, the Bible says it this way. We take care. We would say it this way. We take care of ourselves. So, look, if we need food, what do we do? We? If we need shelter, what do we do? We, we go into a, a place that could cover us for shelter. I mean, I don't know. I didn't see anybody out there today when it was pouring down raining, just unless you're uh, a teenager with no common sense. I didn't see anybody running out there saying, hey, I've got an umbrella, but I'm not going to use it. I just want to get soaking wet. No, you don't want to get wet. Why? Because you cherish yourself. I don't want to get wet. I don't want to be uncomfortable. I don't want to catch a cold. I don't want. That's what you're doing. You are loving yourself by doing that. What do we do if we need to have clothing? We go and buy clothing. See, we provide for ourselves. We just don't talk about doing those things. Take a look at the book of James, if you would, please. I want you to turn there. <clears throat> the book of James. And in chapter 2. See, we act upon those things. So we're supposed to love our neighbor like we or as we love ourselves. That's what Jesus says. Now take a look at James chapter 2 and verse 16. All right, let's go to verse um, <coughs> 15. 
If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are needful to the body, what doth it profit? James is also saying, hey, don't talk to me about your faith and about how you, uh, how you have this great faith and this type of thing. So not only is it linked to love, but it's also linked to faith. And then don't do anything for a brother or sister in need. See, we are to love our neighbors like we would love ourselves. How many of you have seen those signs when you're driving down the road? It says, drive like your kids live here. You know, they're, they're saying, they're, they're, you know, they're not saying the Bible way, but you know what they're saying? They're saying, hey, love these kids like you what? Love your own. Drive carefully because there's kids here. They're, they're valuable. See, we're to love others by showing our love. We could say it this way. Our love is to be tangible. Now, most of us would say, okay, pastor, I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, I can handle that. We can, I, I can do that. I can provide a meal for somebody or I could... I want you to think about something. Jesus says, love your neighbor as like yourself. Have you ever known someone who is a danger to themselves? You know, they, they abuse themselves. You've heard about people cutting themselves. About people trying to hurt themselves. Maybe you've got a family member like that. Maybe you've got a friend, a coworker that has issues like that. They abuse themselves. When someone harms themselves physically, what do we say about them? We say they need help. Anybody who would abuse themselves physically, we would say they need help. Jesus says, love your neighbor as like yourself. I want you to remember this. So since, now this is a command. See, we don't have a problem giving somebody a meal. We may not have a problem buying somebody a piece of clothing to put on their back. We wouldn't even provide some shelter for somebody. Since it is command that we are to love our neighbor as ourselves, why would we slander someone else? Why would we gossip about someone else? Why would we criticize another believer? You're being abusive. Guess what? You need help. Love your neighbor as yourself. Why would we talk about... You wouldn't go around talking about yourself behind your back. <laughs> would you? You say, well, no, that's, that's nuts. Well, then why would you talk about your brother or sister behind their back? Amen. It's abusive. You need help. Why would you go fishing for information about another brother or sister? It's abusive. You need help. See, pastor, I'll, 
I'll make a meal. They can stay at our house. Oh, I can provide a new piece of clothing for them. We don't have a problem doing those things when it comes to loving our neighbor as ourself. But what about when maybe they haven't treated us right? Or, or maybe they haven't treated one of our friends right or one of our ch- ch- uh, children right. I want you to turn over to Romans chapter uh, 12, if you would please. Romans chapter 12. The Bible is talking to us that we overcome evil. Remember, somebody might have treated us wrong, and so now we're, we overcome evil with what? Talking about them. We overcome evil with slandering them. We overcome evil by, by putting them down. We overcome evil by getting people on our side. We overcome evil by, well, no, let's see what the Bible has to say. Verse 9, let love, let love, let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil. By the way, gossip is evil. Slander is evil. Criticizing one, tearing one down behind one's back, it is evil. So abhor that which is evil, cleave to that which is good. Be kindly, kindly, kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love in honor, preferring one another. I was talking to Brother Wimberly after this morning's service, and I was talking to him. We were talking about the message a little bit. and He mentioned to me that recently a man that attended his church when he was pastoring came up to him just this past week and said, Brother Wimberly, I just want to let you know I've dropped out of church. I haven't been there for two months. I've left the church. Brother Wimberly said, Why? He said, I can get enough drama and gossip at work. I don't want it when I come to the house of God. He goes, why can't we just come to the house of God and worship God and love people? My question for you is, is your talk leading people into a deeper fellowship with Christ or driving them away? Jesus says... We're to love our neighbor as ourselves. Folks, this isn't a suggestion. It's a command. You say, well, pastor, you just don't understand. Our personalities are like oil and water. It's not about personality. It's about being obedient. Jesus didn't say, "Now, now, folks, look, we say that we're open Bible Baptist church and we say that we believe the Bible, right? I mean, if I got up here, wouldn't you be upset if I started preaching saying, well, Jesus Christ isn't the only way. You can get to heaven if you believe in Muhammad. Anybody have a problem with that, you know, here? I think that you would. Or, or you know what, <clears throat> you can get to, to heaven by Muhammad and, and uh, uh, you can be um, uh, a Hare Krishna as well. Or, or what if I told you this evening that, hey, you know what? Jesus doesn't forgive all of your sins. He forgives your sins up until you get saved. And then after that, you have to continually get saved over and over and over again. And asking him into your heart over and over. Anybody have any problem with that? 
Well, I think that we would. You would say, wait a second, pastor. That's not what the Bible says. Is that right? That's not what the Bible says. Well, guess what? And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, as long as your personalities click. Wait a second. That's not what the Bible says. And thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, as long as they never treat your children wrong. As long as they do everything that you like them to do or want them to do. That's not what the Bible says. It says that we are to love one another as like we love ourselves. We like to take the command. It is a command. We like to take the commands of Christ and make them suggestions. Again, we're no better than the Pharisees that we talked about this morning about the heavy laws and about the light laws. We want to make some of these things light laws. You know, I got to be honest with you folks. Probably when Matthew wrote this and he was inspired by God, he just didn't understand the 21st century and the way that we were going to live. And so I'm sure that there's probably an error or two in here. And therefore, he probably meant to put some other things. You would say, well, no, pastor, there is no error. This book is perfect. And you're absolutely right. It is perfect. But folks, so many times we try, you say, what are you getting at, Pastor? That we try and justify why we do what we do. How about this? We try and justify our sin. And why it's okay. And we throw excuses in. Well, if they just hadn't, or if the, she just didn't. See, it's not about personality, it's about being obedient. It's not about someone who did something to you or to your friends. It's about being obedient. I want you to turn over to Romans chapter 13. See, all of Christianity can be, found, can be summed up. Again, I told you this morning that we make Christianity very, very complicated. And Christianity is not very complicated at all. All of Christianity can be summed up in this. Love God, love your neighbor. If you do that, everything else falls in line. You will not have to worry about any of the other laws, any of the other requirements, any of the other commands in the word of God. You will fulfill them completely. Take a look. You say, wait a second. Can you back that up from scripture? Yes. Take a look at Romans chapter 13 and verse 8. Says, love one another, right? Owe no man anything but to love one another. For he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. For this, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet, thou shalt not, uh, there, and there shall be, and if there shall be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Take a look at verse 10. We'll end in verse 10 here. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Christianity is summed up in loving God and loving your neighbor. Take a look at Galatians chapter 5. I want you to see this. Galatians chapter 5. You don't have to worry about anything else. Well, what about dress standards? 
you know, we got to have them. Well, if you love your neighbor like yourself, you'll dress modestly because you wouldn't want your brother or sister to fall into lust. You don't have to worry about it. I don't have to go around saying it ought to be this long or it ought to be this high or it ought to be. I don't have to worry about that. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 14. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. I don't know how much more plainly it can be made. Take a look at Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 2. And walk in love. As Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. You say, what is the whole point of loving God and loving my neighbor? The tangible way is for the world to be, uh, for the world to be able to see us love our neighbor. So what is the point? It's found right here in Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 2. Walk in love as Christ also had loved us and hath given himself for an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling savor. You know what the whole point of loving your neighbor as yourself is? It is to point people to the gospel. It is the gospel once again. It is all about the gospel. It is about seeing people come to the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is about Christ's sacrifice. The reason that I don't talk about someone on the practical level here, on the practical level, obviously because my relationship's right with God, but the reason that I don't talk about a brother or sister behind their back is because it is about the gospel. The reason I don't slander, the reason I don't criticize I would hate to be the person that, now that man shouldn't have left the church, but I would hate to be the person or persons that was responsible for that. Now he made his own choice. He, he shouldn't have left. But folks, what happens to the new Christians when they come in here and they might hear things? Oh, pastor, I, I can get them a dinner. I can put clothes on their back and they can stay at our house for a while. That would be no problem. We'd love to open up our home to be able to. Okay, that's good. That's loving your neighbor. But are we loving our neighbor as our self? We would never talk about ourselves behind our back. So will we do that with other people in the church? We have new Christians, new people that would be discipled, people that maybe guests that would come into the church and they start to find out about the church. Folks, listen, if the church isn't any different than the workplace or the world, why would they want to be here? I mean, we can get gossip, we can get slander, we can get criticism, we can get tearing down, we can get, well, I just don't, and and you can't believe it. And, uh, and you know what I found? 99.9% .9 of the time, no, matter of fact, usually 100% of the time, I found that people who are usually talking don't have the full story anyway. They really don't. 
Love your neighbor as like yourself. Just like you wouldn't talk about yourself. You wouldn't go around and say, Brother Tyler, I want to let you know I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> yeah, I am. I, 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 am, I am a big gossip. I just want to let you know that. I have a terrible time, Brother Dave. I, I lie all the time. <laughs> I just, oh, man. I, and, you know, I just can't stand the way that I dress sometimes. You know, it's just, I can't believe I wore that. Can you? <laughs> come on. Come on. You say that's nuts. You need help. Love your neighbor like yourself.